Amen. Um, last week I spoke on abhor evil and cling to that which is good. Na na wachi chema nami kasa fa se yabetani bone na yafam papa. And I said that there are two realities. Na me mau beti asese yewo enyuma mienu ene woho. Evil and good. Papa ne bone and man. Eni nipa. Evil is out of outside of man. Good is as well outside of man. So it is our desires that attracts whether evil or good to us. We also said that good or evil is not what man endorses as evil or good. So you may say something is evil. To you. But to God it isn't. You may say that something is good to you. But to God it isn't. So good is what God says is good. And evil is what God says is evil. And last week we saw several examples from the New Testament and Old Testament. One thing God says we should hate is to hate evil. It is not passive. It is active hatred for evil. So we, we saw how Adam and Eve brought sin upon the world. Although their choice was good to them. Because the Bible says that the fruit was good to make one wise. It was good to it was good for food. It was pleasant to the eyes. The fact that something is good for food doesn't mean it's edible. If what they chose was good, how come it dented our relationship with God? So what seemed good to you may not be good to God. What God asked them to eat, they didn't eat of it. So let us come to this conclusion. All good and perfect things they come from above. When God says that marriage is good, marriage is good. 
When God says that going to church is good, going to church is good. So he says that do not forsake the gathering of the saints. It is good together as a saint. In the name of Jesus. When God says that thou shalt not steal, it is evil. And so when he says abhor or hate or loath evil, he means hate evil. Is somebody here? So having said all of that, to bring us to our hatred for sin, two things are important. Your heart, your mind, behavioral change, emotional change, you may change from a certain way of life and still you are connected to it emotionally. To abhor evil means an intense inward rejection. Intense inward rejection. For whatever is evil. Intense rejection. For evil. Making us soften our stance on certain things. If we say we are quickly embracing things that are not supposed to be embraced. We are quickly accepting things that we don't need to accept. Because the world has a way of numbing us. If we say so we are gradually accepting what is unacceptable in the eyes of God. But it is time for the believer to stand for what is right. It is time for you to stand for what is godly. It is time for you to stand for what is godly. It is time you stand for what is pure. It is time you stand for what God says is good. Even when what God says is good does not appear to you as good, it is good. It's time. We stand for what is good in the name of Jesus. So, Hebrews chapter 14, verse chapter 4, verse 14. Sorry, seeing then that a great high priest has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast. Our confession. This is interesting. Seeing, 
say ye unu say ye wo sofo panini a wafa ewiemu a woye nyankopon eba enunti yenko so enkura yemudiem amen amen jesus is the good god has given us yesu ni adepa a nyankopon ediamaye jesus is the good and the perfect thing that God has given you. So, so Bible says that we have not just any shepherd but Bible says he is the good shepherd. It means that it is worth following Jesus. This shepherd you must hold on to tightly. And, and if you love the shepherd, he says, keep my word. So, he, he says, Bible says that he has passed through the heavens. The earthly priests, they went through the temple. But Jesus has passed through the heavens. His sacrifice is the most acceptable. It was done once and for all. He is God's good gift to man. the gift that you have to hold fast to. So you don't give up on your confession. You don't give up on your declaration of faith in Jesus. For he is the right man. He is the good shepherd. What he has said he would do, that is what he would do. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you. We have to keep on confessing because Jesus, when he died, he rose again. So we are not hopeless. Hallelujah. Amen. The chapter 3 verse 14 of Hebrews says that for we have become partakers of Christ. Something you don't want to let go. We have become partakers of Christ. We have become one with him. We are part of Christ. We belong to the family of God. This is a good thing not to let go. Say, say I'm a partaker of Christ. And he says that if we hold fast, we hold the beginning of our confidence. Steadfast to the end. So what he's saying is that we become partakers of Christ if we are able to endure, if we are able to hold on to the end. Because 
No matter the, how the attractions of the world are attracting you, hold on to Christ. Don't let the senses of your faith be deadened by the world. Because what we have is more than gold. What we have is more than diamond. What we have is more than sapphire. It is more than silver. So he says that for we have become partakers of Christ. Therefore we should do everything. Go all the lengths to ensure that we are steadfast to the end. It will be a very painful event for Jesus to say, I do not know you. So hold on to the end. Pray that your faith in Christ will be revived this morning. And you will run the race. You will finish the race. You will get to the finish line. Regardless of the challenges in life. Whether you are rich or poor. Whether you have or have not. Bible says what shall separate us from the love of Christ. Is it tribulation? Is it plenty? Love. Is it hatred? Is it pain? Is it rejection? He says that nothing, 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 nothing shall separate us. Not or depth. Not high or low. Not the size of my pocket. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that we have become partakers. Amen. Amen. So you must cherish the fact that you are a partaker of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody here? Some of us don't partake. We don't. We we are Christians yet not Christians. We don't even value what we have. But if there is any savior in this our world, he doesn't have the name my Jesus has. The name that you mentioned needs bow. And tongues confess that he is Lord. He must, he must be good. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelations chapter 3, verse 3. Remember, therefore, how you received one and hold fast and repent. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he says that, therefore, if you will not watch, say watch. Watch. 
I will come upon you as a thief and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. So there is something that we have received and heard. We should hold fast to that. Hold fast to the mind of God. Hold fast to the word of God. Hold fast to the love of God. He says that don't let go. Therefore, if you do not watch, and to say one way, in other words, if you play with what I have given you, if you are not vigilant about your faith, it is here Apostle Paul says in the book of Philippians that let everyone work out his own salvation and trembling with fear and trembling. So that you are not the one saving yourself. But it is after you touch deep sense of impost to your salvation. It is important for you to see your salvation as a good and a perfect gift from God. And hold fast to it. And hold fast to it. Let nothing rob you of your faith. Let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. Because were bought with the price. It cost God everything to buy just you. Amen. Amen. So, so Revelation says that remember therefore how you received was head. Now he put semicolon. It means that this is the emphasis. Therefore, Hold fast and repent. I pray for you that you will hold on tight to your faith. Hold tight to your faith. Hold tight to your faith. I have read stories of the church fathers then. They, they, they chose Christ. They chose Christ. They chose Christ. Each day, they chose Christ. At the peril of their lives, they chose Christ. Because he was a good thing. He was a blessing to them. They chose him all, all, over and above the world. They will not put him less. They put him above. They were ready to die for what they loved. It didn't matter to them how they ended up. And found said they would see every year. It didn't matter to them how men perceived them. And found said they lost everything and they were living in caves. It was at this point Paul says that I wish no man will marry. Not because God says it is bad. 
But at the time, the persecution made it uh, 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 unimaginable to marry. Sabre no na awuyeni ani atetia no omo femuno na awariya adebiya enke nipadwehu. May you choose Christ. For Jesus. May you choose Christ. For Jesus. May you embrace Jesus. For Jesus. May you love Jesus. For Jesus. May you celebrate Jesus. Jesus mean much that much for you. May Jesus mean more than go to you. May Jesus mean more than riches for you. Jesus of Jesus. Job chapter 2 verse 9. Job chapter 2 verse 9. Then his wife said to him, Stay fast to your integrity. Choose integrity. Choose integrity. Choose integrity. Even if your wife or husband is, is imploring you to let go integrity, choose integrity. And, and, and she said that curse God and die. Because the situation was, was, was unbearable. If we say, oh, how are normal feminine? Now, the lack was unbearable. Now, a the depression, the, the rejection was unbearable. The mockery was unbearable. Now, will you reach out your hand? And touch what is not yours because of the difficulties you are going through. Will you use other means other than God's way to, 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 to arrive at happiness? Job had everything. In one day he lost everything. But one thing he didn't lose was his integrity. Hold on to your integrity. Don't let situations make you say God is not God. Don't let difficulties make you curse God. Rather make let it propel you towards God. Let it move you towards God. Like the woman who suffered bleeding for 12 years. She was not an unbeliever. She was a Jew. She, she was, was a daughter of Abraham. Abraham Baba Bible says that she bled for 12 years. Hemorrhaging for 12 years. And Bible says that she had tried everything. Have you tried everything? 
Have you tried everything? And it's not working. Have you gone places? You have been told all kind of stuff. You are yet to try Jesus. For Jesus says, Until now, you have asked me nothing. A woman with the issue of blood, until the time she heard, what Jesus could do. She had asked nothing. Listen to me. We will not let our situations, difficulties, make us reject God. Rather, it will push us towards God. It will make our integrity stand stronger. In the name of Jesus. I see some people here standing for imperfect. I see them here choosing it. And a woman of integrity. In the name of Jesus. She will not let go integrity. She will not let go integrity. She will choose integrity. For integrity is good. Integrity is good. Integrity is good. So Paul says that embrace it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 20. Deuteronomy goma eti edu nyimu edu no. You fear the Lord your God. Oh see, musu mawade munyakopon. Now, how is he te- how what does it mean to fear the Lord your God? So we be so nya me no na si chene say. It means you and not just a woman. You are saying and you are Holding, holding on to him. Now, you are holding fast to his words. You are holding fast to his promises. You are honoring his words. In the name of Jesus. There are many Christians. No matter how clear the word of God is. They choose to be confused. When it comes to tithes as it is today, Christians say that God says it is uh, it is better to give that tithe to the to the poor uh, and than to bring it to the church. Logically, it is good. It makes sense. But the same Bible says that do not neglect acts of charity. So you cannot rewrite the Bible for God. The same God that says bring tithe says that do works of charity. Those are good. Embrace them. Amen. 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 So Deuteronomy says that hold fast to God. Was Deuteronomy woman yet? Kutenya mimo day. 
If you are serving God, it is good. Serve him well. If you are serving God and you are to be here at 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 eight, be here at eight. Things that the halves are never done right. If you are serving God, when you wake up first thing, your mind is filled with the thoughts of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me add this. As I wind down, listen to this. And listen carefully. You do not have to be in church to give an offering. And what say Oba a sorry and answer when you fear and son what to me they were for the ball abba. Whether you are present or absent, you should give an offering. So how so would you I was say what for to be Amen. Amen. That is a proper practice of a believer who fears the Lord. In the Bible, kings were not present in other kingdoms, but they sent their monies, their tributes. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are going to wait to come to church to give an offering, you have not understood what we are doing. Offerings are a good thing to be embraced. You don't only give offering when you are present in church. When you are present, when you are absent, wherever you will be, you know that someday I have to give an offering. You know that Tuesday or Friday I have to give an offering. And whenever God blesses you from the normal path, you give an offering. Amen. Amen. It is a good thing to be embraced. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Wow. There's not a part you like, eh? <laughs> You are mighty gods before you. May God give you an unusual grace to embrace that which is good at all times. May He give you the grace to embrace Jesus above all else. May He give you the grace to choose integrity. May he give you the grace to serve God and serve him well. I declare over your life in the name of Jesus that in this week you shall be mighty. 
your seed shall be mighty. Your works shall be mighty. In the name of Jesus, may the righteousness of God endure in your house. I declare in the name of Jesus that each day of the week shall be the day the Lord has made. And you will rejoice. You will be glad in each day. You will rejoice in each day. In the name of Jesus. And the Lord shall send you prosperity in each day. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ. That they that love you shall prosper. They that hate you the Lord will come against. And may the peace of God be within your walls. I declare that may gates continually be opened for you. May they never shut. That men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles in the name of Jesus. You are blessed and not cursed. You are lifted up. You are, you are established in the name of Jesus. And now may the Lord of peace himself grant us his peace always and in every way through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the saints shall say Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you on Tuesday. Today I, I preach on what I have titled Divine Protection. Divine Protection. As we inch closer to the year, end of the year, it is important that we always run to the Lord for protection. These are times where evil things strongly rise. So I am led to speak to you from this point. Divine protection. First Peter chapter one verse five. First Peter chapter one verse five. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Amen. So, divine protection, what is this thing? What is divine protection? How do one, or how does a person attract um, divine protection? Divine protection is the kind of protection that only God can give. It is an all-encompassing protection. It covers every detail of our lives. Every aspect is covered. 
every the minutest detail of our lives is covered. One thing with the protection that God gives is that you don't see him working. You don't see him as we see the police with their guns patrolling the streets. But he is working. He works 24 hours. He sleeps nor slumbers. How do you get divinely protected? It is through faith. Say through faith. It is through faith. We access divine protection by faith. That is how we get it. Apart from your ability to protect yourself physically, divine protection is fundamental. Divine protection. So how does God protect us? I will give us a few things. Before that, I want you to note this, that God's protection covers three areas of our lives. Our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. Spirit, soul, and the body. In other words, God's attention is on your person. Kindly come with me to Psalm 121, verse 7. Psalm 121, verse 7. Psalm 121, verse 7. The Lord keeps him, or the Lord keeps you from all harm, and watches over your life. The New King James renders this way. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. Preserving means that he keeps you away. He keeps you from it. That is divine protection. May God keep you away from all evil. He keeps your soul preserved from torment. So when we talk of divine protection, we are talking about 
preservation of evil and the protection of your soul. May your souls be protected. Now your soul is protected. Mm. I said, may your soul be protected. It is important because when your soul is protected, you have sanity. May you not be driven crazy. May the Lord's protection be mighty on your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. God moves to preserve you, your person. Then he brings your soul to a place of safety. When God is protecting your soul from, from, from evil, one way he does that is to keep you from heartbreaks. You know heartbreaks are an attack on the soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May God keep you from heartbreaks. Am I speaking to some people here? From today, your soul is protected. If it's in that day, they call a ready about Receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. God protects you when he secures your peace. The security of your peace is a divine protection. May you reign in peace. For spirits, I can't hear you. I said, May you reign in peace. May you reign in peace. In the name of Jesus. Leviticus chapter number 26, verse 6. Leviticus 26, verse 6. Yeah. I will give you peace in the land and you shall lie down and none will make you afraid. I will rid the land of evil beasts and the sword will not go through your land. May no sword go through your land. Your, your amen is so weak. I said, may no sword go through your land. May no one in your family be attacked. In the name of Jesus, may God take away from you evil beasts. Evil beasts. In the name of Jesus, may God cause peace to reign in your life. 
so when God is giving you divine protection, it has to do with your peace. It has to do with your total security. All forms of plots against your life will come to nothing. It comes to nothing. It comes to nothing. In the name of Jesus. When God is protecting you, you don't feel the heat. You walk through life as though nothing is happening. You don't concern yourself with what is somebody doing because... God has got your back. So for one to be divinely protected means that God has got your back. Amen. Amen. He's got your back. He's mm. got you covered. Mm. He's got you defended. Before it happens, he pushes it away. So as the year ends, may you receive divine protection. I said, may you receive divine protection. In the name of Jesus. Listen, this is how it works. Even where they set traps for you, you will walk through the area as though nothing was planted there. Receive divine protection. Your amen is weak. I said, receive divine protection. We also are you hungry? You have to understand that I'm preaching a short time. But powerful. Amen. Amen. How is God doing all of this? Come with me to Isaiah chapter 52, verse 12. Isaiah, is it verse 12 I've written? Isaiah 52. Uh, Isaiah, come here. 52.12 Okay. Now here is what the Lord says. For you shall not go out with haste, nor go by flight, for the Lord will go before you. Men pray Don't run looking for help. You shall not go out by haste. There are people who are confused, who are afraid, who are desperate. God has sent me this morning to announce to you that you are divinely protected. How has he given us this assurance? He says that for the Lord will go before you. Say God goes before me. Come on, raise your hands with me. Say the Lord goes before me. I can't hear you. Say it again. 
I can't hear you. Say, the Lord goes before me. Therefore, I am protected. Amen. Amen. He goes before you. He goes before you. He also goes behind you. He says that, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. So as you are going, he is before you. At the same time, he is behind you. So when people plan to attack you ahead, he is before you. When they plan to use your past to attack you, he is behind you. Anything the enemy wants to use against you, it will not work. Lift one hand with me. Say, the Lord goes before me. He goes before me. And he is behind me. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes before you. And he comes right behind you. The things that you are not able to take care of, he takes care of them for you. Any plan behind you, maybe you stepped out of the office, you stepped out of the house, and people just met in your absence to hurt you, but God is dealing with it behind you. Mm. He is scattering their plans behind you. He will not let it happen. So when we talk of divine protection, it is God actively engaging those that you cannot engage. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. He fights for us. Says that in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6 I read, And there will be a tabernacle for shade in the daytime from the heat. May God's presence tabernacle over your life. In the day, may you experience the grace of God. Mm. When you are asleep, may God's covering be upon your life. In the name of Jesus. Listen, God does not haphazardly protect you. So I'm here to announce to you that the year will end you well. You will finish the year well. In the name of Jesus. Am I preaching to some people here? I said the year will end you well. Because the Lord is your protector. The Lord is your deliverer. He goes before you and he comes right behind you in the name of Jesus. Every detail of your life is concerned God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say I'm protected. I am blessed. 
beyond measure. Hallelujah. Amen. God secures us. He protects us from the threats of our environment. From the threats of our environment. Amen. Amen. He protects us. Amen. Amen. Any, any, um, any attack that would that they plan to visit on your property, may God protect it. So God is not only, you see, you see, I say he protects your soul because, see, when you lose things, when you lose your car, when you lose your job, it affects your soul. So, here is what God does. He protects your properties. He protects you against career destroyers. From today, may the Lord protect your career from career destroyers. From career destroyers. From name destroyers. From status killers. May the Lord protect you. Your amen is. There are people that are called marriage destroyers. May God protect your marriage from them. May God protect it from them. In the name of Jesus. Your children are protected. Your children's children are protected. Their destiny is protected. Divine protection is all encompassing. Every detail is taken care of. Your mind, your soul, your spirit, your health. Receive protection for your ideas. For business ideas. Protection for your health. Protection for your children. Protection for your properties. In the name of Jesus. Am I speaking to some people here? Am I speaking to somebody here? In the name of Jesus, receive protection. Receive double protection. Psalm 41, verse 2. Psalm 41, verse 2. May God deny your enemies access to your life. The Lord will keep, will preserve him and keep him alive. And he will be blessed on the earth. He will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. That is divine protection. Listen, staying alive 
And not being blessed is not protection. But I have come to announce to you that you will stay alive. I said you will stay alive. You will walk blessed. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. You will stay alive. You will stay alive. Your children will stay alive. Your children's children will stay alive. In the name of Jesus. And they will be blessed. And you will be blessed. Your enemies will not have access to your life. In the name of Jesus. Shout I'm alive. Shout I'm May God be doubled. When you lay down, He is with you. When you rise up, He is with you. When you drive, God is in your car. Wherever you go to, the Lord will be with you. In the name of Jesus. When they set traps for you, you will walk on the traps. When they dig pits for you, they will fall in the same pit. You will be alive to attend their funerals. In the name of Jesus. To be divinely protected is a blessing of God. Say you May God bless you. Say I'm protected. Say I'm protected. Say the Lord goes before me. Amen. Amen. Hello. Hi. I'm done. That you are my protection. For the rest of the year. And the days ahead of me. Be my protection. Be the wall around me. Amen. God bless you. May his face shine upon you. May his peace continue with you. May he lift you up in this week. May his angels protect you. May he set his seal upon you. May he never give you up to your enemies. May his protection be doubled over your life. You will go home out in one piece and come back in one piece. May you not be frustrated. May the Lord help you. May the Lord provide for you. May he supply your needs. May he put your enemies to shame. When they came in one way, may they run in eight ways. In the name of Jesus. Now be blessed of the Lord. May the Lord keep you. May he sustain you. May he bless you with the fatness of the earth. May he bless you with the dew of heaven. 
in the name of Jesus. And now may the Lord of peace himself grant you his peace always and in every way through our Lord and Savior Jesus. And let us say, shout Amen.